Well, the death toll from Israel's war in Gaza has now passed 30,000. At least 100 Palestinians were reportedly killed and a further 700 injured overnight in northern Gaza when thousands of people desperate for food rushed aid trucks. Now, Israel claims the deaths were caused by delivery drivers ploughing into a surging crowd. However, reports from the ground say that the chaos and confusion that led to the trampling only started once Israeli soldiers had opened fire. Joining us from East Jerusalem is journalist Villa Marx uh, with more on this. Kia ora, good morning. Welcome to the programme. What can you tell us about uh, the deaths and injuries that happened while these uh, Palestinians were waiting for aid? Well, Ingrid, there's been more than 112 dead now confirmed by the Ministry of Health in Gaza, around 700 injured. What we know is that this was in an area that was once upon a time heavily populated, now less so to the southwest of Gaza City itself, so relatively central in the Strip. And in terms of what happened on the day, clearly there was a large group of people around an aid truck. Clearly, according to the Israeli Defense Forces, some of them began to pose what the Israeli soldiers felt was a threat to them, particularly after there was an incident involving trampling and pushing. It took many hours for the Israeli military to acknowledge that the individuals had been fired on by their soldiers. And the eyewitnesses that have been speaking to Al Jazeera in Gaza have been describing that these were not just small caliber guns being used. The nature of the injuries seen in some of the hospitals indicates that there was also some much more substantial caliber weapons used, potentially including tanks. And the injuries are not just those involved in crushing and trampling. There's a huge amount of blood um, in some of the videos that we've been sharing. The uh, desperate need for aid, obviously, a contributing factor here as well. How bad is the uh, humanitarian situation? How, how much aid is actually getting into, into Gaza? Well, it depends how you want to measure it. But on a daily basis, in the north of the Strip in particular, very little, maybe a couple of dozen, maybe three dozen trucks a day at best. The World Food Programme is saying it's not nearly enough to sustain the population of people that are currently there. And, of course, you know, the U.S., other Western allies pushing for hundreds of trucks a day to get into that area. One of the challenges over the next few weeks may be that, as the Israeli government, the Israeli military repeatedly say they want to launch a military campaign focused on Rafah in the south of the Gaza Strip. That is the entrance currently where the vast majority of the aid is coming through. So if there is to be a military campaign there, the impact on aid, which has already been so substantial where there's fighting in areas where trucks are trying to get to, could be even worse. And what do we know about the ceasefire negotiations? Uh, President Biden had been talking about some sort of arrangement uh, being struck by Monday. Uh, what are we hearing about that? And could this latest incident derail those negotiations? Well, President Biden has slightly walked that back today in comments to one of the US broadcasters saying that that may be a bit ambitious, essentially. The Hamas uh, individuals I've been speaking to, members of the political bureau, as it's called, have been far more pessimistic about either that timeline or indeed the idea of a deal overall. Their response to the incident today has been, as you might imagine, very, very caustic and negative about Israeli behavior. In terms of the overall health of the deal, clearly there have been negotiators in Paris last week. There are now negotiators who've been in Doha this week in Qatar. 
there are ongoing conversations. The Hamas individuals I've been speaking to have said that really there are some red lines they have and where they see flexibilities in the sequencing of these various demands that they have, a lot of nitty-gritty details around things like prisoner swaps, the positioning of Israeli military forces during a drawdown. These are going to be very, very complicated conversations and there's an absolute deficit of trust, as, as you might imagine. Absolutely. Thank you very much for that. That was Al Jazeera journalist Villa Marks there from East Jerusalem.